Welcome to the Heed Army Podcast Live, brought to you in association with Northern Print Solutions, the Northeast's number one digital printers. The Heed Army Podcast is here to bring you all the information on Gated SC for the fans, by the fans. We also hope to have club interviews with staff and players, so keep an eye out for any of those interviews when they're advertised. Remember, the podcast is fully interactive. You can message us on our chat facility or via Twitter throughout the show. So come on and join us and have your say. Army podcast live. It is Sunday, the 6th of September, and unfortunately, we've got a defeat to talk about. Gateshead lost 3 0 away to Bromley, and we've got someone that was there at the game who can give us his insight. Of course, he was giving us his updates on the update show yesterday. Carl McGuinness is here for Andrew. Hello, Carl. Hello, Dave. And uh, we're joined by uh, David Kenny. Hello. Friend of the podcast, of the podcast that never aired. <laughs> he's been on before, but no one ever heard it. Oh, he's live now. Yes, he's live and dangerous now. And Mickey, of course, you're here. Hello. Hello. Yes, uh, so lots to talk about. We've got the titty quiz, and we're going to talk to David. If you didn't know, um, he was um, working full-time at the club as the cameraman and media manager for a while. Yeah, I guess I guess that's the first time. Yeah, so can you get that mic a little bit closer to your mouth? Yeah, sure. There exactly. we go. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, he was Mike Coulson's bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, Mickey, shut up. Right. You've got that off your chest. Yes, you've got that off your chest. Right, so um, yes, there's lots to talk about. Um, you can tweet us and you can uh, message us. We will uh, play those adverts shortly. But um, as I say, Carl, you were there yesterday. Depressing result. Oh, it was dismal. Um, I think that's the worst performance I've seen this season by a long stretch. Um, which is never ever well. The first fifteen twenty minutes, I said I said to a couple of lads I was at the match with. I just said, "Hey, we can beat these easy today." I mean, it's another it's another one of them games where we nick a one or two nil win, clean sheet because they 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 didn't pose any threat whatsoever in the first twenty minutes. And we, to be fair, we did start quite well. Um, but then after that spell, I just think we never really kicked on from then, and it just got worse and worse and worse. We just were passing was dreadful. We couldn't keep a hold of the ball. Um, there was no like driving from midfield, and that were just lumping balls, and it was going nowhere. Um, I think Bowman and Johnson had about five touches between them, and that. So, mm-hmm. well, I say we, had, we did do the update show, and we we're speaking to yourself and Simon Lowry. Uh, we covered the second half, and unfortunately, that's the scene when we, we, we unravelled, didn't we, in the last 20 yeah. minutes? I mean, it was one. I mean, they, they were like a, quite a long ball team as well. They had one big, huge lad up front on my 17, I can't remember what his name was. And they had one quick, quick lad who would just run in behind, scored a couple of was goals. Was that the. Um, 18, I can't remember what his uh, name was. Was it, was it Emmanuel? Emmanuel? I think yeah. it's a left back, isn't he? A right back or something, or a winger, yeah. for a winger. But, uh, yeah, yeah, his name was being yeah, all over Twitter with people that were putting. Putting updates on, yeah. um, so we want to know because there was a good following down there yesterday. We'll think about eighty, yeah. wasn't there? Yeah, so, it was 80, yeah. so we want to hear from you. So if you are down there, if you're not too depressed, please send your messages in. Uh, King of the Rooks has put evening lads. Um, good evening. Uh, Simon Johnson's put evening lads, and Dan Bell has put all right lads. So how are you doing? Not too bad. Hunky dory. Um, swell. Swell. 
<laughs> just just shorter too tight that's all that is uh, Sam Pennant's put evening lads uh, great win on Monday over Lincoln yeah of course we forgot we haven't been on since then it was a, a great performance uh, from front to back and hand in the middle um, so we'll cover that as well later on so uh, please send any messages you can tweet us and Andrew uh, isn't here for Twitter Corner and uh, Carl you're taking over and we've got a message yep um, Andrew says he's going to download the podcast tomorrow um, but it's quiz night here tonight, so him and Lauren are going to go and gonna have their own tittied quiz. Oh, yeah, nah, Andrew's lost that already, oh, don't yeah. yeah. we're, we're going to come back. I mean, we were, the t- we were the quiz on Thursday night, and... He didn't add much to the... He didn't add much. He no. didn't add much to the calls. It was a great night at the Nags Head. Um, <laughs> say, the, the Bennets, they won the card bingo, Laura and nice. Richard. Uh, yeah, money goes to money, that's uh, all I say. Fix. Wasn't it, it, was, I was waiting for one card, and Dave Allen, I'm sure, purposely... Didn't read call mine out. Well, he, he read yours from behind. I told I you. Know, I know he did. It's <laughs> shocking. Absolutely shocking. Did the jackpot get one? It didn't. No. It didn't. Uh, so Lynn was on player cards, right? Uh, I think she fell up with the second number or something. Yeah. Well, uh, say on that shock bombshell that this the card bingo, well, not the card bingo, the player cards, right, hasn't been won. We want to hear all your messages on the two games that we've had this week. Of course, we had that good win against Lincoln. Sadly, we got beat yesterday, but you can tweet us, and this is how you do it. Twitter corner waiting for your tweets. All you have to do is tweet me at heed underscore army. I'm waiting, so get your voice heard on the Heed Army podcast where you can talk about all things Gateshead. And that is how you tweet us and uh, say Andrew's already done it from Morocco. He isn't listening. I think uh, that may be a bit of a suspension and a fine, that. For not, uh, it's, it's, I think so. Yeah, definitely. It's awful. Sam Pendleton's put... Um, oh, the, the rest of his message actually has come up. It wasn't there before. Um, great win over Lincoln with two centre-halves scoring. Very disappointed with yesterday's result. But, uh, but if you don't take your chances, you'll get punished in this league. And that's why we have to take our chances. Completely agree. But yeah. how many chances did we create, Carl? Not too many really. Um we had a couple of shots that went straight at the keeper. Um and then apart from that it was very little, especially in the second half. I mean, showed very little threat very little threat. Um and they as you say, I mean they didn't have many they didn't have many chances but uh what they did have they took well. I mean he had a couple of very good finishes, mm-hmm. uh, Emmanuel. The chip over the keeper I think it was the, the last goal. Um no, that was when he took it around the chip over the keeper for the first goal, that yeah. was a very good finish. Um, but I took the chances we didn't and uh, we've got a message from Neil Smith he's put will Carl be singing the Twitter corner song I mean we've played out the normal advert but you can do it later on if you want I'm not sure I'll be doing that no unfortunately that isn't going to happen Dave Allen has put goodness the standard of guests on the podcast has dropped dramatically since yesterday of course Dave was (laughs) was the co-host yesterday and uh, the co-host with the most Um, so he did very well uh, even though he was a little bit iffy with Twitter corner but he got there in the end yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I did. I did send a text hoping to get a, re- a reply back what the score was, but I didn't get anything. Like, yeah, well, we were busy. We were busy. Um, King of the Rooks put September will be a difficult month. We'll be lucky to get nine points, 
uh, but we can still be, but it can still be a good month. It, it is going to be a tough game. I mean, <laughs> it started with a bit of a, you know a wake up call yesterday, but yeah, we're not. I mean, as I mentioned on yesterday's podcast, we didn't expect to be where we are at this stage. I don't no. think. You know, especially after the summer that we had. I think as well, though, I think you prefer to get beat early in the month and then turn it around. I think the fact that suddenly if you get a draw easily, mm-hmm. I think you, the lads will suddenly think, well, come on, because clearly it's a back line that are in, that have caused problems here. And yeah. I think if they get a clean sheet or, you know, get a draw at least easily, I think suddenly got to impact, whereas it happened in midway through the month. Because mm-hmm. they know, they'll know themselves that they've got a tough month to come. And it's. I mean, it's he, only. It's a good thing. I think. Eastley is, is going to be a very tough game, but we're only one point off second place. Yeah. You know, and to put things into perspective, if nobody other than Forest Green have been winning and winning and winning. There's people are slipping up, and hopefully that's all slip up out the way for it's the a, next few games. And I think, I think did the Mid Virgins win again yesterday? Yeah, two one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think anything against Eastley is going to be a bonus. To be fair, um, I'm not expecting much. Especially if it was the same as yesterday, but um, yeah, I mean, you've got to go in and look enthusiastic. I think. Yeah, and we've got a few tweets there. Yep. Yeah, um, James Gowland said, "Season is a marathon, not a sprint. One pro result, but still a cracking start of the season. So it's a long way to go, and there's plenty still to happen." And King the Rooks has said, um, "Even if September is a struggle, can see the light after then." Well, I think agree. if if one gets, I mean. We get something at Eastley then is it the Wrexham game after that on the Tuesday yeah Wrexham on the Tuesday night the 15th yeah but I'm going to that and get a win I think yeah, that'll I mean, just give me a, bit, a massive I mean, boost I mean that's, that's a massive day. morale boost as well I mean nah. the, the, I mean it's the Gary Mills factor come back in the game I mean a couple of players obviously they want to put one put one back on them for, oh for definitely the, yeah talking to players I think well we talked briefly James Marwood obviously he yeah could I be think he's hoping, hoping, be back, hoping to be in contention exactly. for that game and so he yeah, would love to he would love to that'd be, to, uh, be a funny if he said. did because I think he'd slide into the Wrexham dugout on his knee well let's hope that is the case um <laughs> Sam Pennant's put Forest Green will win the league I think they're already seven points clear of second place well seven points at this stage is nothing they've started well but in the past few years the people that start the league well haven't went on to win Um, so there's a hell of a long way they're obviously favourites now but um, you look and you think have they played any of the top six seven yet I don't think they have it's not just that as well I think what hit us last season injuries they haven't had any injuries yet main injuries to the key players as soon as one of their key players gets injured, you know, and it's part of the luck of the, the season. They've just been very lucky at the start of the season. I mean, it's like King of the Rook said, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. And it's, it's still a very long way to go. We were top of the season for this point in the season three years ago, and look where we ended that year. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I think we had the same sort of points gap as well. I think we were about yeah, six points exactly. in front mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll all be gone in the space of two games. So yeah, exactly. yeah. It's, it's, it, all it takes is the goalkeeper to be sent well, off or yeah, an injury, exactly. and then and you, you look at three match suspension, maybe an injury like for a couple mm-hmm. of months. I mean, we've, I mean, when Marwood comes back, I think it's going to be like a new scene, a new signing. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, just on that, um, King of the Rooks put King of the Rooks put Marwood back soon. Uh, hopefully, yes. so a bit of a buzz from that too. Definitely. I mean, we want to see him back in the side and, and doing what he did uh, in that Wembley season. Mm-hmm. And I think we need that on both sides because we've only got, at the moment, we've, only, we've been playing a couple of square pegs and round holes on the left wing. Um, if we get Marwood back there, interchanging with Gillies throughout the game, we're going to cause defences all, all, all sorts of problems. 
So uh, couldn't agree more. It's competition. Yep. It's competition. It's I think G- Gillies will thrive on that because at the minute he walks in, he probably walks into games because there's no other threat yeah. for Gillies, I think, and I think he'll thrive on that because I think a lot of people, and I'm certainly one believer, when Gillies plays well, mm-hmm. we win. Well, an- <laughs> another aspect of having two flying wingers is that we've got a lot of big talk. Tar- we've got two big target yeah. men in Shaw and Boom, and when they play, and they can head the ball out yeah. onto the wings now instead of just trying to hold it up. Mm-hmm. So when we have got the the full attack and prowess. We've got lots of options to the way we can attack a team now. So it's a centre midfield. That worries yeah. us. Yeah. But then the other thing that shocked me yesterday, I forgot to mention that. Um, I thought Jimmy Phillips had a good game again yesterday, but it was a bit shocking that he came off again. So mm. I was, uh, I was saying, it, I was saying before. I think um, it's a moment, It's only a matter of time before he plays ninety minutes mm-hmm. because he hasn't played ninety minutes yet, and I think he could be another threat to them wingers, another pushing for contention. I mean, if he doesn't start. He's been a very good impact player over the past couple of weeks. Yeah, so. do you think it's fitness for Jimmy Phillips? I don't know. I don't oh, he's know had a big injury, didn't he? So it might be uh, a case of they, they might be not wanting to push him too much. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but, um, but is well, it, yeah, it's, it's a long season. Yeah, There's a lot oh, of games definitely. to be played. So oh, yeah. it's, like, it's like River Allen as well. I mean, uh-huh. he was in the squad yesterday, I think, yeah. for the first time. Oh, so well, that's yeah. good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I liked him in pre-season. Yeah, um, right, we're going to play a message from the sponsors and also the Ladies' Day advert. So have a listen, listen to these, and we'll be back with you soon. Northern Print Solutions, supporting the Heed Army podcast. We never compromise on quality and are completely customer focused. From simple business cards to high-end brochures, we have it all covered. Call us on 0191 411 1698 or you can email us at info at northernprintsolutions.co.uk Saturday the 10th of October 2015 is Ladies' Day at Gated FC. For £50 you can have a champagne reception, a three-course meal, match tickets, entertainment from X Factor star Jeff Mull, there's a match presentation and there's many prizes and goodie bags to be won. And also it's fancy dress day so men, you aren't left out of Ladies' Day at Gated Football Club so get yourself down, the same price applies. For ticket information... Contact Alicia Henry on 077-400-65457 or contact her via email at aliciahenry90 at gmail.com. It's going to be an amazing day as Gator take on Cheltenham Town in the National Conference League and we want to make it a special event so ladies and cross-dressers come down to Gator Football Club on the 10th of October. It's going to be something special. Well, Ladies' Day is rapidly approaching, the 10th of next month. Who's going? Are you getting dressed up? You are, aren't you, Carl? Apparently. Yeah. Dave, could you see yourself in uh, fishnets? A bit of has Oh, a bit low. Oh, oh he's, he's, he's going he's he's to go down the German roads. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Mickey, did you see yourself back in some spandex? Some spandex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this horse in spandex. Oh, sorry, yeah. I forgot the name <laughs> swearing, swearing policy. Like Planet stuck in a bit of nylon. <laughs> mm, lovely. And also remember, um, what we haven't got in that advert is that if you're a season ticket holder, it is actually ten pound cheaper. So forty pound, uh, and to get your your meals and drinks, it'll be a fantastic uh, affair. 
So, yeah. And you get to see Carl's lovely legs, and he's not allowed to shave them, apparently. No, I'm not. So, yeah. Shave your legs? Yeah. Oh, I said I'm not allowed. Oh, not yeah, I was going to see no. it. Oh, there's nothing quite like the refreshing feel of Veet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have you not done it before, Mickey? And we've got a tweet. I'm not good. telling. Yeah, we've got a tweet. Uh, James Gowlander said, Late Orient still top of League 2, despite a 4-0 loss yesterday. In a 46-game season, even the best teams will have one horrendous result. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, even, I think we've had two so far. <laughs> well, it, it, the thing is, though, if we keep going, like, keep having loads of wins, then one horrendous result, we're still going to be in the playoffs. Oh, so, yeah. um, you know, you just got to look at it that what was, way. What was the score after we got beat off Tramia? Four-one. No, what was it? No, the result after that. Oh, um, yeah, I think it was two-one. Two-one. We got a message from Simon Johnston. Think Cranston injury was unlucky, but it was forced Patterson to play left back. Uh, whereas I think he had a better influence in, on the game in midfield. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, yeah, I mean, I was shocked. I, I, when I seen he was playing, I didn't realise until later on that he, it was injury forced that move, but. Yeah, I thought he's been looking quite good when he's come on in midfield, especially with Gillies when they're pushing forward on each flank, both of them cutting in and whipping the ball in. It's been uh, dangerous. So just hopefully Cranston's not out too long because I, a lot of people weren't too happy or impressed in uh, pre-season, but I think he's developing nicely. I think he's, he's grown into it, isn't he? He has, yeah. And confidence very, playing. Yeah, it's, he's still a young player. And I think obviously when you're winning games, confidence brews. And I think obviously it's his first... Kind of season in this league, and he's he's learned a lot. Obviously, oh, and he's got a few assists. I men, think you know? he's got two, he's got at least two or three assists now, hasn't yeah. he? As well, so that free kick for um, Curtis was, yeah. was, was yeah. quality though. Oh, it was, yeah, I think it was going in direct quality, as well. Yeah, like, yeah, I think yeah. Curtis benched yeah. that, but uh, we'll we'll let him off. Uh, <laughs> don't matter how they go in as long as they count. Um, right, um, we have got the titty quiz coming up later on, and uh, as I say. David, we're going to pop your cherry on the titties quiz. Not next to me, you're not. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not painting that wall again. Um, but Carl, you know, you're on the back of two defeats. And uh, do you think you can turn it around this, this week? Oh, I'm hoping so. You're hoping so. Yeah, I'm not going to act too confident after last time. Yeah. <laughs> Pure devastation in his face. Yeah. But um, just looking a little bit further back in the week, of course, on Bank Holiday Monday, we had a great game. Uh, against Lincoln, um, tough game, good side, and at home, you know, I, I always fear that we might get undone. Bigger pitch, you know, the, the word is some places in the league, but we dominated that game. You know, and midfield looked good as well. We were picking up the second balls, which has probably been the vein of some fans. And that and, prolific duo scored. Yes, uh, Curtis and Clark. <laughs> you would never have put money on that, would you? Well, uh, I'll tell you, there's a funny story. Jack McGuinness came over to me at half time and he said, oh, "I don't believe this." I had a bet with the start of the season with Andy Humphrey saying every time Curtis scores, he has, I have to give him a tenner. And every time Clark scores, he has to give me a tenner. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, said, so that tenner went so, backwards and forwards. <laughs> and home man half time was absolutely creasing every hands. Oh, Curtis scored one goal last season, Clark uh, scored none. Yeah. <laughs> Second uh, half, Clark put one in, <laughs> broke even. Well, Jack McGuinness, you're only 16, I don't know what you're doing gambling. <laughs> I suppose he keeps his money away from Chubb. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely got to be something to be done isn't it um, Sam Pendleton's put what's your thoughts on Nathan uh, Buddle's performance so far this season he's only had a few cameos hasn't he yeah. and it's hard to judge yeah but... I mean he looks looks a prospect he's a big lad and um, to have him there if anything happens to Curtis O'Clock it's a, it's a godsend we've never think, had that in the past I think it's a good replacement for Tom Allen because Tom Allen was a young lad coming to the side I don't really think I mean he got played left back for a few like 90 minutes whereas mm-hmm. Buddle's I think I prefer to see Buddle just come to the team like like 
as he has done yeah. with a few cameos because you can get it's just a confidence booster rather than like, mm-hmm. and like especially when we got hammered off Grimsby yeah I think there was a few players that just went missing there and I think mm-hmm. uh, it's like Sam Rents we've never yeah. seen him again did we exactly. um, Dave Higgins put didn't think you were on tonight well there's been adverts all day Dave what you been doing <laughs> in bed with that dog that's what he's <laughs> not your wife not your wife um, got there's an A there's no need for I'm that saying, I'm not I'm saying I wasn't calling his wife a dog I really apologise Mrs Higgins um, I come out completely wrong um, <laughs> Dave's got a fire hydrant look yeah Simon, Simon Johnson's put farming star jumps didn't help him uh, hashtag useless well Mickey you, you, you weren't unhappy to see him let to in were you I was delighted, and I hope his mother sitting in the house weeping still. Well, actually, d- during the game, he was complaining after the free kick, and at the time, I thought the referee hadn't blew his whistle. And then I watched on the highlights because every- oh, they were just all planted; they didn't move for the free kick, and were scored obviously mm. easily. But he was complaining to the referee at half time, ranting and raving and screaming. I thought, well, maybe the referee because it seemed to happen so fast. I thought the referee hadn't blew his whistle, and he had. So I, I cannot see why he was complaining because well, nobody was. Pulled. Nobody was pushed. Everyone. They just stood still, and Curtis put in back the net. Yeah, unless um, he was claiming offside. Uh, well, because Curtis did the run. A couple of seasons ago, someone I can't remember who it was. Someone got sent off at home against Lincoln, and he ran half the length of the pitch to complain the referee to get him sent off after the foul. And that's when I started thinking, oh, what a knacker. Yeah, it, it but, did, um, did. I mean, he didn't. He didn't get. He didn't help his calls. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't help his calls in the second half, thankfully, because they uh, say Clock buried one again. In fact, is that Clock's second or third goal? Second. For Gates at ever. No, this this season? Has he already scored this no. season? Yeah, he scored ahead, no. didn't he? No. Oh, it was pre-season, wasn't it? He's, he's, only, he's only scored, I think, this said in the paper, either four or five in his entire... Yeah, they said that was his, that was his first goal in a competitive game for Gator since, since like, October. Since yeah. it was announced, like Dalton, 2012, because we remember yeah. I played Dalton three games in um, a row. We've got an update from game. Shrewsbury. The lovely Mrs Higgins, the gorgeous Mrs Higgins... Is, you creep! ...is in bed early as she's back teaching tomorrow and, uh, you know... There we go. I'm sorry, Mrs. Higgins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dan Bell has put made a great save early in the second half, though, Simon. Um, they must be obviously replying to Simon Johnson. Yeah, but I don't uh, care. He still didn't. Save up Gilly's eye. That was yeah. Save, actually, uh, it was a good one, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was an easy hey, I've watched that, man. <laughs> yeah. I think you're doing him a discredit there. L- Lowry could have saved that. Yeah. <laughs> Simon the cat. Uh-huh. And uh, did he hear he got his mug the other day and then he lost it? Someone stole it, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's got it back, yeah. though. He's got it back. So, obviously, he's, he's feared at the international stadium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, someone <laughs> took it into the cosy and gave it a rinse out. Yeah. Well, um, as I say, we're going to have a little chat to our guest now, David Kenny. He's had his little two penneth on some of the games and stuff. But um, David used to work for the club as the media manager. Was it media manager or...? Cameraman, I didn't, really have a bitch. I didn't really have a title to be honest. Just yeah. did a bit of everything. <laughs> but as I think, the, the, obviously, you are working full time as the cameraman uh, and putting out uh, yeah. videos right throughout the Wembley season. Mm-hmm. And I suppose you were well, you were there when Ann Smith was in charge, mm-hmm. and you've seen everything change. Yeah, uh, you know, that was just a season. real day when you left. By the way, I've never seen anything like that. He locked himself in that office, and he, he just <laughs> <laughs> just never left. What were you? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> took took him took took him hostage of a left. I'm not doing another interview. But no, yeah, lots of changes. To be honest, and when Gary Mills arrived, there was a massive change, mm-hmm. mainly professional. To be honest, um, I mean, I'm no discredit David David Rush or Adam Smith. They were great lads, mm-hmm. but 
you know, you got the complete opposite with when Gary Mills arrived. But you know, looking now to present, you know, Martin Crosby, it's like the the club's kind of stepped to a different age now with professionalism, yeah, off on and off the pitch. Um, and I guess it, that wouldn't have happened. I don't think you know if. Gary Mills hadn't arrived, you know, a lot more things has changed behind mm-hmm. the scenes, whether that's the one night stays with whole London. Yeah. Little things, you know, like it goes a long way. A lot of media coverage as well. I like, think that changed a lot because, you know, it's still not amazing, but mm-hmm. it was a little bit better than what it was. You know, as I say, the, the, the build-up to the, the Wembley campaign and, you know, the, the push towards the back end of the season, of course, you were recording the games up mm-hmm. in the stand beginning of the season you had a bit of room yeah. towards the back end of the season <laughs> yeah. uh, you couldn't yeah. breathe really could uh, you I mean, uh, yeah it's amazing amazing to see you know like it's goosebumps you know and you get as a fan as well because I'm obviously a massive fan and it, when the score and that you're trying to control yourself and sometimes you just can't uh, <laughs> but um, but no it's great you know I, I, was, I sat once um, uh, Rob Ramshaw's dad was sat next to me and I worked out there because not because of his nose uh, <laughs> yeah, but because when Rob Ramshaw scored against Kate, <laughs> uh, I'm glad I'm not the only one dropping uh, clangers. Um, what was that about his nose? I missed that. Rob, Rob Ramshaw's obviously got a bit of an Ibrahimovic nose. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I haven't but, really looked that close, uh, to be uh, fair. There you go. But, um, Obviously, you must see something different when you're teabagging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. I do love to see him squirm. But his dad was sat right next to us, and when Rob Ramshaw scored against Cambridge, it was it was absolutely jumping all over the place. The whole place just lifted off. And, you know, and that, that, that goal he scored, that goal he scored against Cambridge, could yeah. you could you hear Carl uh, Magnay's heart sink because it, it could have been a contender for goal of the season? That because it was from uh, a real acute angle, wasn't it? Yeah. No, that was his one against Tamworth. Yeah, Tamworth. Yeah, sorry, Tamworth, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Cambridge. It was just a volley from the corner. It was like a good goal. That was um, what the column again? Who scored the first one against Cambridge? No, was it Jack Lester? No, no not Jack Lester. Um, was he, it not Morwood? No, he went to uh, Harrogate. Um, oh, Colin Larkin. Larkin, Larkin uh, yeah. Larkin. He was a quality player. Oh, yeah. I liked Larkin. Yeah, really good. And uh, we've got a message for you from Simon Johnson. He goes, what went through your head when we left you at Bath away? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great, that was a great story, that. Um, I'll tell you a bit of backstory of that. There was, uh, it was the last game of the season and... Uh, I had, to com- I had to compile basically all John Shaw's goals um, for because he'd scored lots and lots of goals as he's like 35 I'm sure someone was it 35? 35 so it was every single match and uh, I went to the I went after the game to the uh, to the main reception of the of the ground and uh, I was talking to Mick Wilson and a few others and got the DVDs, and then I realised that the bus was leaving. And I left, and Simon <laughs> Johnson was looking all over the place for us, and I had to run for the bus. <laughs> but, and I had yeah. all these DVDs. Ah, like, but you were good to do yeah. because you got, we, we came and found you, and he goes, "Oh, I was just about to get on. I was just about to hop on the I, players, I, coach." Because I, I, I offered, the offer this, I says, "Oh no, I'll just go back in the players." But, uh, <laughs> but then I think I'd be snookered if uh, you could have went back in comfort, I, couldn't I could've, you? I could have. Could have been the big one. It's, 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 it's no banter. Uh, there's no banter. Uh, could have been the big spoon with Jimmy Chan. <laughs> you can you can imagine he loves a good spoon, um, right? He looks the type, doesn't he? He does, he does, he does. Fact, he looks like a spoon because he did tall and skinny. 
Who um, David Kenny? I thought you were about Jimmy Chan. Chan was never that season. <laughs> no, it was the season before Chan and Johnny. Was it? No, uh, was, uh, right, God, yeah. there is a time ago then, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. A long time ago. Right. Well, we're going to do the titty quiz, but before that, we're going to play how you can download the podcast. And when we come back, we're going to find out if Mickey, Andrew, or David can. Uh... Andrew. Oh my God, Andrew. <laughs> Oh. It's, uh, it's in the side profile, like I just, you know, the side of my eye. I thought, was, I thought it was Andrew, but it's Carl. So when we come back, we're going to find out which one it is. <laughs> That's going to be. I'm the titty at the minute, but um, we're going to find out who is going to be. The, um, and it helps if I've got the advert there ready to play as well, doesn't it? Right. So it's a good, good job I made a mistake. That's the wrong one. It's not. That's how you download the podcast. Oh, right. No, you see, you're not even listening, are you? <laughs> right. We'll be back after this. This podcast is supported by Northern Prince Solutions, helping a local fan base spread the word about their team. Remember, you can download our podcasts at any time and listen to them at your pleasure. You can download our podcast from iTunes. Simply search Heed Army Podcast in iTunes. Also, you can download us from the Spreaker website. Remember, tell your friends about it because we're trying to get as many people as interested as we can in Gateshead Football Club and coming along to the games on a match day. Also, if you're new listening to the podcast and you'd like to get to a game and find out what it's all about, go on the Gated FC website and look at fixtures and you'll see the up-and-coming home games at the International Stadium. Uh, well, that, that is how you download the podcast. Uh, it's getting a little bit rowdy in here because um, of me. Right, we're going to do the, we're going to do the, the titty quiz now, and um, right, we'll get the music on in the background. Uh, build a, build a, uh, the ambience for it. Right, what is Bromley's nickname? Oh God! You were there yesterday. You, you, you should be doing this. So, come on, Carl. I've got no idea. Um. I can't even think of a guess. Um, the brooms. Fat and running gonna write that down. Um, <laughs> David. The Bromsters. The Bromsters. <laughs> Mickey. I haven't got a clue, but I'll go with the weights. The weights. Right. Uh, Bromley's manager, Mark Goldberg, has managed the club how many times? Three. Three for Mickey. David? 25. He's 25. <laughs> he's, not, he's not really trying, is he? Carl? I'm going to say two. Two. Now, his son plays as well, Bradley Goldberg, but how many stints has he had at Bromley? Loans and permanent moves. How many times has he signed for them? Go on then, Carl. I'm going to say four. Four. Mickey? Three. Three. <laughs> Eight. Eight. Right, yo. Um, Eastley's mascot is called. Right, and you've got a choice of three, and whoever gets that, the first one, you know, then you left. Whoever's left with the last one gets that one. So Eastley's mascot is called Brooksy the Bear, Spitfire the Dog, or Barry the Boat. Spitfire the Dog. Right, Spitfire the I Dog from Eastley the last East. Year. What was the mascot? <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you see? I said Spitfire the dog. It was Brooksy Bear or Barry the Boat? Brooksy Bear. But you're left with the. the, the yeah, so. Yeah. Um, Yemi, who's uh, an Eastwood player, uh, Eastwood, East, East League player, 
um, scored how many goals in 85 appearances for Eastbourne? Oh, now he was clinical, wasn't he? Just to go first. David, because he was left last for that one. 30. 30 in 85 games. I'm going to say 40. 40. Mickey? 35. 35. <laughs> right, and the bonus question is, right, um, you've heard of Jackie Milburn, but how many Milburns played in the same family, how many Milburns played in the football league? Five. Five for Mickey. David? Three. Three. Four. Four, right. Probably wow. 600 in order. <laughs> <laughs> that was shocked, like, I didn't realise. So. It was oh, Nen. Yeah. And, uh, right. <laughs> Bromley's, Bromley's nickname is the Ravens. None of you got that. No, um, Bromley's manager has had three stints in charge. So, Mickey, oh, you got that bang Ooh. on. Well done. Um... Bradley Goldberg, his son, has had how many stints uh, there? He's had five. So, uh, Carl, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, yeah. I was going to say, if you had said 25, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> can you imagine? Uh, Eastley's mascot is called uh, Brooksy the Bear. Oh, but, it, but it had been Spitfire the Dog last year. They changed uh, it in honour of the founding uh, member of the club, uh, Mr. Brooks. So yeah, ah. found that out today. So well done uh, to Carl. Carl, oh, so it's, oh, it's level at the minute. It's all level. Yemi Adabode scored how many goals in eighty-five games for Eastbourne? He scored sixty-four in eighty-five oh. games. Oh. So I knew he was clinical. Carl, yeah, well, it's between uh, Mickey and Dave. Who's going to be the tittied? So how many Milburn brothers played? Uh, well, how many Milburns? And there's a cousin in there as well. Played in the football league. There was Stan Milburn, John Milburn, George Milburn, James Milburn, and their cousin was Jackie. So five. So Dave, you're the tittied. Oh well. Yeah. So it's, uh, I broke the streak. Yeah. You broke. You didn't win though, did you? I did. Did I not? Oh, um, no, Mick. You got it because you got the bonus. Oh, you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would gladly hand it over to you if you wanted. Do you need it that badly? Not that pity. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a new scene. It is. <laughs> well, um, to see what the messages are on the chat facility, because we'll have to close that there. ITV, ITV Sporth um, has sent us a message. Thank you very much for listening. We're having a clue who you are, but obviously it's a, I don't know if it's like a... Sporth. Sporth. It's like a spoof website, yeah. So, uh Boodley was immense down. <laughs> Boodley. Boodley. was immense down Southport. Uh, Sam. Uh, Sam. All oh, right, he's, he's replying to Sam, and uh, an assist, left foot volley saved, two headers also saved, before being kicked in the face and subbed with, with concussion, all in thirty minutes. Well, yeah, I mean, I remember we did the uh, updates for that game, yeah. and apparently was really good. And if you watch the, um, uh, no, sorry, watch yes. Yeah. Not the highlights. Uh, the, watch the Twitter feed beforehand. And the first half, it was just in the first 30 minutes, it was boodly this, boodly that. Aye. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a pity, isn't it, that you see players often getting to the side and then they're always hampered by injury to not take it any further. But be interesting to see what happens if he does get a run. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he's a big lad. I mean, 
you know, he's, he's going to be a handful. And you've got to call him Boodley because you're trying to distance him from where you played in the past. Blythe. Oh, yeah. Right, well, <coughs> there you go. That's all you can say to that. <laughs> Nathaniel Boodley. Um, <laughs> Nathaniel Glass. <laughs> yes. Oh, I like that. His, his first album's called Concussion. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what happened to Giocai? I believe he's went back to Austria. He's uh, from Albania, I think. Albania. Yeah, but, but he was yeah, born he in Austria. Austria. He's not. Austria. <laughs> he's yeah. probably in Vienna now. Uh, was, was he playing in Switzerland? No, Switzerland. He was playing in, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll have a little. Search on uh, Carl. Have a search on Wikipedia for Gyokai. So, yeah, that's it. There we go. Um, and uh, Simon Johnson's put. Ah, oh, Carl. It's, it's not no happening comment. for you, is it? No um, who's going down to Eastleigh? Let us know. Because um, if you are, you can take a calendar for Neil Pinkerton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not posting it. Um, but yeah, that's going to be. A, I know it's going to be a tough game, though, isn't it? Down there. I mean, they're they're, they're just a, they're in second at the moment, one point ahead of us. You know, they've spent a lot of money. They've got Constable. I mean, I've seen another player they've got. Um, I've come to us, um, Dan Harden. Right. He's only 31. He played 20 games for Millwall last year in the Championship. Uh, and before that, he was at uh, Nottingham Forest. He played uh, 40 games last year. He's been to Leeds all over the shop. I mean, that's a hell of a sign. Well, he turned Portsmouth, didn't he? Easily? Did he? <laughs> oh. So just, well, last season they started doing it, didn't they? I mean, they started putting money into the strike force and started trying to become the new Forest Green of the summer yeah. foremost. Well, <laughs> been banging money in for a yeah, long time, yeah. to be fair. Mm-hmm. And Carl has got some uh, news on Gyokai as it stands. As it stands on Wikipedia, he still plays for Gateshead. Yes, and oh, well. Well. down. Oh, well. mm, yeah, nothing else there. No. So yeah. who, whoever does he Phil. Yeah, Phil, <laughs> Phil knows exactly what he's doing. Um, right, we're going to play some adverts now um, for the uh, Extra Heat campaign and also the Neil Smith Sports Photography. And what's your poster like, Mickey? It's, it's really good. Uh, and who's it of? Me. <laughs> I, I got him to blow it up a canny bit, like. Yeah. Blow what up? Right, okay, it was a nice James Marwood poster that he sent. Right, we're going to have you get your extra heed merchandise, and also if you're interested in getting any match day photos from Neil Smith from any time that he's been doing it over the past few seasons, he's got some cracking photos of all the players, so um, get yourself one of them if you need one. The Extra Heed, raising money for the club we love. We are currently selling polo shirts, hoodies and sweatshirts featuring the Extra Heed logo. Contact Dave Allen on 079-01-826-282. Do you want to own memories from Gators FC matches? Then visit neilsmithsportsphotography.com. You will find photos from previous seasons as well as the current one available or for purchase. Just £2 per image or £15 for 10 <laughs> That is how you get the um, extra heat merchandise and the match day photos from Neil Smith. We've got a, um, a message from Dave Allen. He's put uh, the quiz. The quiz. Uh, the tit heat quiz is getting better, Dave. Thank you very much. I've learned from the best. Uh, 
Not him, but just someone else. No, I was going to say, who did you learn from? Um, talking about the quiz, a big thank you uh, to you. Uh, has A big thank you has uh, a big thank you has got to go to Richard and Julie Bennett and the family for turning out last Thursday. Uh, there was no fiddling in the fact that the Laura and Richard both won the card bingo. So uh, no, not really. Nah. No one believes you, Dave. Technically, Richard won twice because he bought the tickets for, uh, for Laura, so... <laughs> Uh, Neil Smith, is, I was disappointed that I missed the Lincoln game on Monday, but I had an injury. My left uh, rotator cuff, uh, I could not move uh, my arm for two days. <laughs> what were you that doing before? Ex-hamster, it's got a lot to go for, I'm telling you. It has. <laughs> Laura, don't you dare look at it. Your eyes will fall out. Luckily, uh, luckily my shoulder was be- is better and I'm looking forward to the next game. And the next game, of course, is Gary Mills' return at home. Yeah, kind of weird for that one. Yeah, obviously we'll preview that um, next Sunday, hopefully after a good result away to Eastleigh. And Eastleigh have just added us to their um, Eastleigh FC list. list. Yeah, the Twitter list. So I wonder if anyone's listening from Eastleigh. We're on form one fail, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Watch out. No, we're not. Please don't beat us too much. Um, no, it is going to be a good one. Are you going down Eastleigh? Let us know because um, I think there's a few lads flying down. There was last year. You were yeah, went yeah. Eastleigh last year, didn't you, Carl? Last year, yeah, it was a great trip actually. Yeah, um, he's almost some, killing. With some um, <laughs> stories for another day that me and Simon Johnson could tell on the, uh, the night I went Southampton. But. Yeah, and um, apparently uh, Neil Smith injury was from heavy lifting. Um, so oh. <laughs> he's boosting me. <laughs> Yeah, jammy get. <laughs> oh. I keep going the QE and asking if we've got a spare one in black. Yeah. <laughs> keep, 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 telling, keep sending us to Aunt Summers. Oh, God. Well, what, what can you say about that? <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> Nothing else at all, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you've, you've gobsmacked us there, Mickey. Gobsmacked us. Oh God! We know what Mickey's fetish is, anyway, don't we? Mm. <laughs> um, also, we forgot to mention um, over the past few podcasts, we have set up a web address, uh, web address, an email address for anyone to contact us off air. If say if it's bigger than what you can fit in a tweet, if you've got any ideas for the show or anyone that you'd like to <laughs> hear on the show. Uh, I, I know most of it would probably be shut up, but you can email us. At heed, you can email us heedpodcast at hotmail.com. That's heedpodcast, one word, at hotmail.com. And send us any things there or any adverts that you want read out to see. And we know that there's a lot of the um, people listen from junior football. If you've got anything that you want read out, because I believe the under sevens have won a few matches, haven't they? And there's things been on Twitter. Yeah, there's a couple of things on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. so uh, it's all looking great for everyone. Can I nominate levels. a guest? Oh, who? Try and get Keith my name on. I'll, I'm telling you, I'll not be able to talk. Like, we not get in. We'll have him on every week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can't believe you're teasing us like that, Mickey. That's saying that you're not going to talk. <laughs> Honest, yeah. he, he is one of my ultimate heroes. Oh well, as, as long as you don't get um, cramp. Like, I don't with Paul Doolan. Yeah, he, got, he got cramp and just thrust in his face. Poor Paul, poor Paul. With that face as well. Yeah. <laughs> Horrendous, eye. If you was. think this is bad, you want to see when I get up in the morning out on it. It's shocking. Anyway, anyway, Dan Bell has put still a bit of a lightweight for such trips as Eastbury, um, but I'll have to wait until Orton away for my uh, away fix. Uh, so, yeah, I'd, I'd imagine hopefully there'll be a few go down, but it is a mammoth trip, isn't it? And, you know, Southampton's one hell of a journey. Yeah. It is. I mean, it, it's, I mean it's, a, it's at least six hours on a, just a train as well. Yeah, so. I mean, it costs a lot of money to do yeah. it, and uh, 
you know, it's it would be well worth it. You have a good time, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it was the same. Though. How many times have you went away and these long away trips and the ninety minutes of football have ruined it? Oh yeah, there's been, there's been a few like that. Bromley as well on Saturday was a great day, yeah, but 90 minutes was always part of the day. But every every football <laughs> yeah. fan suffered yeah. it, so yeah. it's not just us. And it's bound to happen again and again and again. But it is. Know, it's it football. Is. You get used to it. Uh, but Dave, now come back to you. Um, say you're with the club and you're doing all the match day highlights and stuff that was put up on YouTube and also the subscription channel that you did at the time, which was great. But um, what was the highlight that apart both? Apart from Wembley in the playoffs, throughout the normal season, what 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 stood out to you that year? What was a, a, a favourite moment? Your highlights. Yeah, <laughs> that's a funny one. Um, <laughs> I think well, one of my favourite matches was Halifax away, even though we drew. That was an incredible yeah. match, and that was a turning point for Marcus Madison. I think mean, he just oh, tore the game apart, mm-hmm. and seeing such seeing them kind of progress because. Prior to, I think it was just prior to that we played a behind closed doors game against Sunderland. And I filmed that. And he scored by three goals within ten minutes, and that was after the second half. And he just walked uh-huh. off, and he looked fresh as a daisy. And I just thought to myself, "This is it. He's going to just start turning the screw. Yeah. He's just going to start." And to be honest, he was just magnificent to watch. To kind of just see him, just his potential, just kind of blossom as the season <laughs> progressed. And Halifax, he just played the best I've ever seen. Yeah, you know, you know, well, look, we should have won that game, really. Um, I think we hit the bars. Yeah, we hit the bars twice. Well. Yeah. <laughs> But um, to see at the time uh, as well when you were doing that, you were travelling with the team. Yeah, and uh, as I say, you got any who's? Well, I'll tell you what. We'll go, who's the funniest player? Well, it's obvious, isn't it? It's Curtis, isn't it? He's just <laughs> and, and, you know, like Bro- Brody. It was funny in the sense that he was just stupid. Because uh, <laughs> uh, honestly, I, I remember um, it was the first one of the pre-season games went up to. Um, oh, it was one Scotland. It was. Um, uh, Kilmarnock Kilmarnock ah, exactly mm-hmm. um, and went past this uh, this opticians and he said she goes oh Brody was saying yeah do you reckon I'm getting my eyes tested there you know I think I'm, I'm struggling to see things and he said Dave can you hold up your thing, uh, fingers uh, and I hold up my finger he says, says how many are you holding up and he said five and I says no I'm not and he obviously because you're uh, four and he's just like oh, you're holding five aren't you and I says no I'm not I'm holding one hand up She's like, five that way. And he kept saying, Yeah, fucking playing with us. Oh, language! I do apologise <laughs> for all those. Quick, get on X hamster. I apologise. You'll not be able to see afterwards. What a naughty boy. David. Yes. To come from me as well. But it was just some very funny moments. But, um,. Josh Walker as well, some great singing, singing talent as well. I've got a video of them singing uh, Tina Turner and that on the bus. <laughs> so yeah, I sing initiation songs and they got me to sing Wonderwall. And, uh, and that, that, that was very funny. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> I guess you had to be there. It was just some great characters. A lot of great characters, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and all gelled very well. Yeah. Well, we've had a message in that says hashtag David out. Um, <laughs> hashtag Rory in. Yeah. Rory is welcome as long as he doesn't swear. Uh, um, Sam Pennant's put James Constable uh, is a handful. Way. Now he's put uh, James Constable is a handful up front and he scored two against so, us yeah, last mate. season. I think, was that you touching the mic? No, it was me coughing. All oh, right, there the we mic. go. And, um, and Simon Johnson said it's gone to pot. 
and um and oh, yeah, that in here. David Higgins has said his wife's put detention from Mrs. Higgins. Oh. <laughs> for, for both of us, Dave. Yeah. For both of us. For both of us. <laughs> yeah. I, see, I, I was cheeky with it. You were just horrible. That, it was just oh, hate, pure hearing when he said it, it wasn't, wasn't it? Wasn't it? I see he's been quiet on the tweets tonight. Poor Carl, he's been oh, no. he was up for it, you know. I think, I think the Twitter pack, uh, one of you is just touching the metal on the bottom of the make, it's a dodgy make. I need to get a new one. Touching it is, I uh, <laughs> he's swearing in inappropriate touching as well. Um, hey man. Hey. <laughs> I don't know what that is. One of them makes needs changing, but um, sorry about that, listeners. Didn't want to take away from your listening pleasure. Listening to the, the subtle tones of Kenny Barris and McGuinness, yeah. Uh, subtle tones. Yeah. Mm. Jesus. Mm. Sound like, sound like a jazz band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> jazz. Yeah. Nice. This is a real army podcast. Oh, yeah. oh, we're taking it sensual now. Is it? it sounds like a Martin Spencer ad. <laughs> <laughs> one thing, one thing, one thing. Do it again, but we'll put the echo on. This is a heat on podcast. <laughs> now that sounded more seedy, that way. <laughs> Didn't it? That See, you're getting ready for Doris. He was. <laughs> six days. Yeah, six days. Where's she coming from again? Austria. Vienna. 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 Ah, the ice cream. Oh, Vienna. The ice cream. No. That's Vienna. Oh, Vienna. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness me! Nah. Oh, Have you got anything to get? <laughs> Just his big I, tub. It's got ice cold now. Oh nah. Uh, really, I should have said it means nothing to me, shouldn't I? But that would have been better. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, Doris, if you're listening. And uh, uh, hi. Yeah. <laughs> It's, a, it's the premier podcast in Vienna this uh, <laughs> tonight uh, oh well what can you do what can you do well we're going to play a message from our friends at Sylvester Properties and when we come back we're going to try and we're going to try not to swear and talk about ice cream so we'll be back in a minute <laughs> Sylvester Properties is one of the fastest growing estate agents in the northeast. At Sylvester Properties, they don't just put a board up outside of your house and hope for the best. They are specialists in social media marketing, using an array of online resources to find the best buyer or tenant for your property. As an innovative up-and-coming company, we know that one size does not fit all, so each of their packages is tailor-made to suit your needs and preferences. Whether looking to sell, rent or invest in a property, Sylvester Properties has the customer service skills, property marketing, expertise and resources to get you the best results in record time. Contact one of our team on 01207 26 2111 or alternatively on 0191-500-5252. Well, that was a message from our friends at Sylvester Properties and Mickey's just talking over us. What were you saying? What was so important? saying you will will have to Jethro O'Toole. Oh, hey, Jethro O'Toole next week. That's another thing, announcement. Actually, no, it's a 16th, I think, so that's not next week. That's a Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? No, no. it's a, well, the fifteenth. The fifteenth Rex and that's a Tuesday. Ah, yeah. I know. Well, anyway, we might not be on next week. It may be on the Monday. Uh, I'll have to check what day it is. <laughs> You've got a calendar. You've got a house full of calendars, man. I think it's, I think it's the twelfth. The twelfth. Um, so that's that Sunday. That's a Sunday. Yeah. So yeah. No, no, it's not. That's a Saturday. Thirteenth. Uh-huh. Then anyway, we're just. I can't read. I can't count. I can't. Yeah. So just thanks for listening, on here. No, I'm joking. <laughs> 
But yeah, look for updates on Twitter. Yeah. We'll do in the week to see where them podcasts will be on. Hey, Definitely. That's a great plug, that mate. It is. Oh, hey, hey you wouldn't, oh, get, that seamless. You wouldn't took, get that from Andrew. It only took you 52 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely seamless, wasn't seamless, it? Seamless, yeah. Just like his inflatable girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to deflate you there. Um, oh, that was a bad one. No, I, had to, I had to bring it up from the Viennetta one, didn't I? Um, Dan Bell has put, uh, would be confident with a draw on Saturday. Defeat against Wrexham would be unbearable. Should beat Wellen and Halifax before the trip to the new lawn. I'm trying not to look too far, so I think it's the old cliche of one game at a time. Going into Wrexham with t- on the back of two defeats, though, that may, that may be a possible... It's, I mean, it's either going to wait one or two ways. Go and... Go, go and could go into the game with the the fact that it's Wrexham and Gary Mills, and then look, then that's that's enough like um, motivation already. But then on the back of two defeats, you might be on low, so it, it could be a dangerous game, I think. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's obviously dependent on if we get beat, obviously, which is yeah. Well, ice cream fans, we have a tweet. Let's have a little listen to this. James Gowland has said Vianetta was launched by Wall, uh, Walls in 1982 using a technique devised by Kevin Hillman. Development manager at the Gloucester factory. Well, I tell yeah. you what, wow. I tell Fact you what, of the day. It is. I tell you what, if you haven't learned anything oh. by now, uh, today you have You've learned when and how Vionetta was made and by who? Yes, Kevin Hillman. Thank well, you very thanks much. Thanks for that, James. Yes. I'll sleep a hell of a lot easier now. Who made the Terry's Orange? Was it by Terry? That's what I want to know. Come on then, no, get that one out there. That was a uh, Nestle. Terry Butcher, wasn't it? Terry Butcher's, <laughs> Terry, Terry Butcher's Blood Orange. <laughs> I think we've got another tweet as well. Nice one for oh, the teenagers. Viennetta comes in many flavours, including chocolate, pistachio, <laughs> 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 <statue> and pineapple. <laughs> oh, hey, strawberries on there as well. Is know, it? Uh, yeah, that's, you vanilla. Can, you can't go past the mint, though, can you? The classic. <laughs> I've never had pain at my ice cream. Have you not? No. You haven't lived, son. You haven't lived. <laughs> I'm gonna have to have a look. Have you peed? Have you, peed? Have you, peed? Have you had a penis colot? Penis colot. It's a Freudian slip, Dave. It is. It's after you said you wanted a big black one. Um, <laughs> um, ah, no, wow. I haven't had a penis colada, but yes, I have had a pina colada. Yeah, um, I'll lay a bit of pineapple in there for yeah. you, so just imagine that a little bit thicker. Pineapple and, uh, chunks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the drink, that is. Um, pineapple chunks in a bit of penis colada. Yes. And, um, was there another tweet, I think? No, uh, that was the same one. Well, we, right. we've got a message from Sam, and he's put, Carl, how did John Shaw and Baxter play yesterday? I think, as a back four, they played terribly. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. Um, John Shaw, he came on pretty late in the game. I think he should have came on earlier, as we're looking for a goal. But as he came on, he had a little impact, really. So, I mean, it was like we couldn't get the ball up top and create like create anything really meaningful. So, I think... I mean, it was unlucky. I mean, he wasn't really going to do anything on the game unless he gets great chances, and that's always John Shaw's game. He needs a service to play well, so he just didn't get it when he came on. Mm. It's hard to do so anything in ten minutes. Yeah, to exactly. be fair, especially though. when I mean, the thing was too down when he came on as well. And, so. and if you're under the caution, expecting a striker to change things, where he's got to yeah. have the service before that can happen. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah, just one of them things. Hopefully, we can bounce back next week. And uh, see how we got, got any more ice cream tweets? I say that we could have ice cream corner next week. Oh, 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 oh. what we we'll have? We we'll have in 1923, Frank and Noel Terry joined the family business. <laughs> Terry's out of York, and they introduced Terry's chocolate orange in 1931. 1931? Hey, I didn't think Terry's chocolate orange was that old. 
Neither did I. I tell you what. This is staggering. It is, isn't it? Hey, I tell you what, he's got quite a few wrinkles on the wrapper. Oh, hey. <laughs> I said, what else can we get him to look up in the next five minutes? I'm going to go look up there. What, what can you think of? Have some suggestions on the chat facility. Aye, chat facility. All Twitter. All Twitter. What, <laughs> Please Twitter. What, what would you like? Um, boys, have you been on the beer tonight? Sadly not. Um, just, no. Just coffee and... Um, yeah. Tea. Tea. It's called hysteria after a crop defeat yesterday, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> if you don't laugh, you'll cry. We're just chewing yes. you all, though. It is. Ah, oh, let's think of something. Come what? on, we've got, we've got a, a, a secret guest, but <laughs> what, what can think of a product that we can get there, Laura? Come on. Great when habit. was Sorby invented? Sorby? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> tell you Sorry. Ah, we didn't. Keep a football. Bo- I bovril. Oh, there was there was another quote from Richard, Richard Gillis yesterday <laughs> that said, "I don't even like bovril. I much prefer oxo cubes." It's a bit like saying you don't like water, but you'll drink bottled water instead, um, isn't it? So yeah, strange lad. So yeah, we're waiting anxiously on James Gowland to tell us when uh, Bovril was invented. Yeah, Bovril. That's been out of whale because I've oh, seen. Oh, 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 oh no, no, no! In 1970, Terry's launched the chocolate lemon, but this version appears to have been somewhat short-lived. Well, I've always wondered why there wasn't a lemon yeah. uh, based I think there's chocolate. still a gap in the market for it. There is, there certainly <laughs> is. And uh, the origin of Smarties is so far. Oh, yes. <laughs> Smarties. Smarties or, I mean, this is great. This, we've got a couple of minutes left, so Smarties or uh, Bovril. So James, come on. you've got a choice. Or, in fact, if you can do it in four minutes, you can have both. Yeah, oh, you, you time tease, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you just stand in front of the mirror of a stopwatch. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> I know that came out even worse not. again, didn't it? <laughs> we'll back next, Hamster again, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> um, Sam Pendleton's what I think Sam Russell has done well in goals so far this season, despite yesterday. Results, uh, as so far this season, have made. Uh, he's made some very important well saves. Yes. Well done, Sam. Well done, Sam. Bringing it back into the football. Yeah, yeah. bringing it back into the football. We're, we're just dying to find out about Oxo, aren't we? This is, this oh, 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 oh. oh, oh. James Gowland again. I once at a Yorkie. I once uh, right. ma- ma- Yorkie bar. <laughs> I once ate a Yorkie bar immediately after a banana. It was a chocolate banana and it was lush. Mm. No, I don't like bananas. No, awful things. I think we've went a bit off tangent there, like James. I think you've let the side down. Uh, he's let the side. <laughs> uh, James, get your backside in again. Find out when Bovril was invented. Oh, 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 yeah, we'll go. Bovril is, is the trademark name of a thick, salty meat extract. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's called stock. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like something from Fifty Shades of Grey. Read that again. <laughs> Get him to do it. Uh, oh yeah, hang on. With the echo. With the echo. One second. Have a read of this. We'll put the echo on. We'll, just, we'll get quiet. One second. Oh. Oh. Dave Higgins, I hope you're in bed with your missus here. Bovril is the trademark name of a Salty meat <laughs> extract developed in the 1870s by John Lawson Johnston. Thick. Mm. Salty <laughs> meat extract. <laughs> oh, sad. Oh, oh, goodness, man. Oh, come oh, on. Oh, oh. <laughs> They have been manufactured manufactured since 1937, originally, originally by H.I. Roundtree and Company in the UK, 
They are currently processed, uh, produced by Nestle. I know that in fact because my dad works for Nestle. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Free chocolates. Yes, well, that's... Hey, not as much as you might think. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And um, one second. Oh, what have I done? What have I done? Oh, sorry, we're still on. <laughs> <laughs> um, get your voice on the Heated Army podcast where you can talk about all things chocolate. Well, there's nothing wrong with that, is there? We've covered all things gear, Ted, and we're keeping it positive. And um, what was that? <laughs> How much does chocolate an orange? How much does chocolate orange weigh? Oh, when, 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 no, someone, someone's actually come back. It's 175 grams. Well, and um, eight podcast sponsored by your confectionery needs. Yes, yeah, sponsored by Terry's and, and trends. And Terry's and trends. <laughs> well, on that note, we're going to say a goodbye. Um, David, thank you very much for coming in. You're welcome. Thank you for and, and for and borrowing your sexy voice to that Bovril advert. I try. Oh I try. yes. Call, I you. bet you're going to record that for when Doris comes through the door, aren't you? He's going to get himself like a voice box. He's going to be like... He's going to have a cup of bovril. He's going to have a cup of bovril. He's going to have a cup of bovril. He's going to walk through the door saying, do you want to drink my salty meat extract? As soon as she comes through the door, he's going to be like... Salty. Meat. Extract. Then he'll drop his robe. And he'll just say, I'm in the right house. <laughs> right, we're definitely going to go now. So um, we'll see you next week. Hopefully, we've got a win to talk about, and we'll be previewing the uh, Wrexham game as well. So have a safe journey down if you're going to Eastley, and uh, we'll see you next week. So see you later. Bye. 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 Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you got to ask yourself, how rogue are you going to go? We talking find your spirit animal in the desert rogue, build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue, or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue, now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in-market competitors. Base models compared. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods.